everyone, it's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. Me and Ben Driscoll came together today to record a mini episode for you guys um, to release over the Thanksgiving holiday. So we wanted to talk about four reasons why we're grateful for social media. So let's get into today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. I am so glad that you're here. It's me and Vin. Vin, we haven't recorded in forever. No, it feels like... It feels like you and I have been doing our own thing. You're interviewing so-and-so, I'm interviewing so-and-so, but no, it's nice to talk to you finally. I know, and I think this is such a fun episode for us to come back together on, which is just discussing four reasons, you know, two of us each, for why we're grateful for social media this year. So I'll start us off. I'm really grateful for social media because it helps me find my sense of community after a job change. So I switched from healthcare into digital marketing and really um, what inspired me to pursue my current career was seeing all the awesome female entrepreneurs that were crushing it in their businesses that were doing their own thing. So I feel like community is a really important part of social media. And I feel like now it's opened this whole new world for people across the globe to connect inspire one another and you know create communities that aren't necessarily tied to physical location so that's kind of one of the first reasons that i'll list what about you um that's a i love that answer i mean certainly you know when i when you first asked me to do this uh, you know i thought about this question and i'm like this is such a tough time you know during the pandemic um during the election the country seems so divided yeah right now um social media seems to be um, the object, the object of a lot of people's derision and ire, and it's a people say it's a cesspool of negativity and you know a lot, a lot of nasty stuff going on, and that it is true to a certain extent, right. um, because you know people use it for 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 bad intentions, you know, and it, and it's unfortunate. Um, so I try to think like, okay, I'm gonna keep all that out. Um, what what am I thankful for social media? Well. My answers are really based around what's going on, the current environment, 2020. Uh, there's a lot of businesses struggling. Um, and I'm thankful that social media has been there so that businesses can still connect with current customers. Yep. They're reaching out, they're using social media. They're also using social media to win new business. Um, you know, I thought about 30 years ago. When 30 years ago, 1990, I was a senior in high school. We didn't have social media. Um, and I'm thinking 30 years ago, if this pandemic had happened, what mm-hmm. would a lot of businesses do? Like you were stuck at home, uh, you're quarantining, you can't you know, get out there and uh, you know, visit people. Like I think a lot more businesses would have gone under. And I think social media has definitely been part of what a lot of businesses are using as a safety valve in 2020. Yeah. So I'm very thankful for that. Look, a lot of business has, ha, businesses have gone under and it's really unfortunate. It's a difficult time, but I am thankful for the businesses that can keep afloat thanks to social media. So that's my first. Yeah, and I love that one. And I think that that's very much true. I think 
this year for people who are maybe skeptical about social media still as being like a viable marketing channel, you know, it's proved itself 10 times over both for business, but just also staying connected, you know, so I think it's been one of those kind of saving graces for a lot of businesses this year, because they've been able to connect with their clients to cement loyalty, but also to prospect and find new business, you know, when maybe other channels like trade shows or, you know, uh, in-person meetings just really weren't on the table and may not be, you know, for quite a long time in our industry. So I really like that answer. So for me, as somebody who's always been um, a creative, and I still consider myself a creative, I never thought um, I would ever be interested in anything to do with business. Um, it's actually really funny because my um, senior year roommate, who's one of my best friends from college, also called Melissa, we're Melissa squared, if anybody wanted to know. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, she went to the Fox School of Business and she literally used to come home crying like every day. She'd be like, the course is so hard, all these finals. And I'm just like, not me. Like, there's no way. There's no way I'm ever going to do anything business related. But again, kind of going back to my first point of community, these people that I was finding in different circles kind of always led me back to entrepreneurship. And, you know, for me, you know, just the representation of what that was a couple of years ago was always somebody like Mark Zuckerberg, where it's like, you know, it's this older dude, probably white, in a t-shirt and jeans, you know, speaking into a microphone, yelling about what they're passionate about, or somebody that's like Gary Vee's level. So it was so cool to see all these different types of people doing things that they were really passionate about. And that made me think about you know, what were some of the things that I personally wanted to do in my career that maybe a full-time job didn't give me the opportunity to do? And I feel like, especially now with so many people promoting like a gig economy, and especially with me working in promo, which is so like innovative and such a great, like just cluster of people who all I consider, even if maybe they don't entrepreneurs, um, it was just like kind of a full circle moment. So starting my own LLC, doing social media on the side, you know, as somebody who's shy, like just feeling empowered, seeing other people do it, you know? So that was something that, you know, helped me um, develop as a person. And I really thank social media for that. You know, it took me to my next, my next level, I should say in my career. Wait, so you're shy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I never would have pegged you as someone who's shy, but oh my again, God, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's like... But again, you know, it's different. Like I've known you mostly during the pandemic and, you know, most of our interactions have taken place over, um, Zoom or just like Microsoft this. Teams or just like this. And I think people are very different, you know, um, in, in these sort of virtual circumstances. Um, so yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that, you know, you're, you know, going with the entrepreneur angle and I love that. So let me ask you a question. Did, when you, when you went to college, which mm -hmm. was a lot, it was many years after I went to college, did you have any interest in going down the social media road because social media was around when you were in college were you were you thinking of making a career in social media so i'll be 100% honest i was not because the way that i like the way i compartmentalize social media is 
you know, I went to class, I studied, and I was going to go there to get a real job, right? You know what I mean? Like you had, like, you know, I could have gone for so many different things. And I felt like it would have gone against kind of this false belief I had in undergraduate where it's like, you know, a lot of people feel pressured to pick that first career. And they're thinking about like, what am I going to make money in versus like what they're actually passionate about. So I always like the creative aspect of marketing, but at that time, and I think in like the larger collective consciousness of like my peers, even the ones who were in business schools, who were like doing a business administration, like digital marketing and social media being that subset was always on the back burner. It was always like that one lesson. Like my one friend was talking about that um, when she was doing a fundraiser. Um, she was like, we're doing all these different uh, case studies about people who've successfully fundraised. Like, and she's like, I just don't understand why people really aren't delving into like social. There's so many opportunities. So my friend was a little ahead of her time, but I think that was kind of the flavor. And I think as we've both encountered, you know, with some of the people we've interviewed and also just working in this industry, there's people who've come to that realization like yourself much earlier, like, wow, this is a viable channel for marketing. This is a great cost-effective way to connect with people, you know, cement brand loyalty. Like we could, we could list the reasons, but there's still people in our industry who are just kind of like, mm, I'm not so sure, you know, Facebook's like, I just, I spam people with, with photos of my dog sure. and my kids, but you know, it's not something that I would think of as legitimate. So I've had that mindset shift, but you know, originally I was just like, that's just something I do to, you know, connect with friends, not for business. Right. So I think, you know, even going back 10 years ago, um, I, I don't think many people realize you can make a full career with just social media. Yeah. Um, when I started doing social media for ASI in 2009, it was a, a, a small aspect of what I did, you know, and it kind of bloomed into more than a small aspect. It was, you know, a third of my job and then it became half of my job. And in 2020, it's certainly, there are people that are coming out of college and wanting to do social media and there's a need for it full time. Um, so, I mean, 30 years ago when I went to school for journalism, um, or I should say 26 years now, um, after high school, um, you know, I never thought I would end up in more of a marketing role. I was more of an edit an editorial person coming out of college. Um, but I did a lot of online stuff in college and that sort of was where I triggered my passion. And then my passion for online, my passion for, you know, especially news online kind of was a natural transition to social media. Um, but you touched upon something, you know, you, you talked about um, career, you know, um, career is certainly something that I can add as my second one second thing that I'm most thankful for, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do career. I mean, I'm certainly thankful for social media because it is part of my career, but my second um, thing that I'm thankful for, for social media is another pandemic, another current environment thing. Um, we're not going to be able to see, or a lot of people are not going to be able to see their families for the holidays. Um, and that's unfortunate. My mother lives an hour and 30 minutes from where I live. Uh, my sister as well. Uh, and, you know, I can still see them, um, but we, we've chosen not to see each other for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Um, but I have a sister on the West Coast, too. She lives in Portland, Oregon. And I'm thankful that social media is there for us to connect. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that happen 
um, during the holidays that we can't share with our families. Like, you know, uh, you know, pictures of the family gathered around the table, you know, pictures yeah. of, um, you know, us opening gifts and stuff like that. You know, we're going to share that on social media, you know, for the, for the rest of the family to see, because in 2020, we're not going to be able to do those things. And I feel like that is something I'm very thankful for social media. And I like that point. I don't know. Do you watch, if you don't mind me asking, Insecure? Do I what? Watch the TV show Insecure? Oh, no, I don't. Oh, Ben, you got to watch <laughs> it. When you're on vacay, definitely check it out because I think you would find it super, super funny. But what you're talking about reminds me of an episode that they did um, in their most recent season about Thanksgiving. And what I thought about it, like out of all the portrayals of like holidays that I see on like kind of like sitcoms or shows, some of them are just so syrupy and it's like, oh my God, they don't picture like the fighting in laws or like, you know, any of the craziness. It's very like sugar-coated. So what I loved about the episode was, you know, it's a show that's geared more towards a millennial fan base, but I felt like it was very relevant to me because they were all staying in touch using social. Like... Isa was over with her brother at a Mexican restaurant because their parents had like a medical emergency. So, you know, she's doing stories on Instagram. She has her phone up at the restaurant, her and her brother are toasting margaritas. And, you know, her friend Molly is at her friend's house baking a pie. She sees it and she's like, you know, connecting with her. And I feel like, like you said, it's very much gonna be amplified this year in a positive way. And I think sometimes like, you know, maybe in previous years, people would have thought that that takes away from the holiday. But I think people are again, leaning into the appreciation for social media as a really solid form of connection, not just for business or prospecting or friends, but like for families, you know, like, thank God for technology, especially this year, because, you know, it's how we've all survived. <laughs> it's how, like, Absolutely. I mean, you know, you, know, you bring up a good point, like, <clears throat> You say a millennial thing, and it's and it really is a millennial thing to, um, you know, do the things that you were talking about. But it's going to be more than than that. I'm going to see. Yeah. I'm a Gen Xer. I'm going to see a lot of my um, friends who are Gen Xers doing the things like sharing photos of you know Christmas morning and um, the holidays, Thanksgiving. Like we're going to be doing more of that because you know everyone's going to be doing that because you can't be with family and you're going to share that. It's certainly people can still pick up the phone and send text messages and videos to each other. But, you know, I think to jump into that larger conversation where you can include not just your family, but you're going to include your friends and you're going to, you know, you want that connection because you know that everyone's going through the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and you, there's, you know, there's something to be said about, um, you know, sharing a picture of everyone gathered at the Thanksgiving table during 2019. It's like, Oh, that's nice. Everyone's doing that. But then yeah. doing it in 2020, when everyone's still doing it, but they don't have, you know, the rest of their family, you know, the immediate family around, it's like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to mean more this year, I think. Yeah. And I think so too, you know, and hopefully too, you know, as we, you know, hopefully go back to, you know, uh, something that resembles how we lived before this appreciation for it being just another form of communication, 
you know, it's just another form of communication between people. It, it doesn't replace in person and it's never tried to replace in person. It's just a nice additive for your life. And, you know, I am definitely with you and being thankful for it, especially this year during the holidays. So Vin, thank you so much for sharing your two. And then also as well, for those who are listening, you know, don't hesitate to drop comments on social media, tweet us, you know, Vin, do you want to give your handle? Yeah, at ASI Central, that's me, Melissa. And mine is at Melissa underscore ASI. And let us know what you're thankful for this year and also maybe why you're thankful for social media. Thank you so much, guys. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.